Good evening, folks. Welcome to Lords of Order, the Dr. Fate Fan Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Moore. Keep in mind, guys, this is a spoiler podcast, particularly today as we are going to talk about Earth 2, Issue 11. Before we get into that, if you do want to send me some feedback, email is thedrfatepodcast at gmail.com. BigTimeNoise.com slash DrFate is the website, and Lords of Order are on Facebook and Google+. Earth 2, number 11, dated July 2013. The story, The Tower of Fate, Part 2, The Man Who Was Brave, written by James Robinson, penciled by Nicholas Scott, inked Trevor Scott, colorist Alex Sinclair and Pete Patezis, and lettered by Desi Sienti. On the cover, we have a nice image here. In the background are Egyptian colored hieroglyphs. In the foreground is Dr. Fate in all of his finery. Yellow, gauntlets, shoulder pad, uh, ascot, as it were, metallic. Face plate, very large breast plate, knee pads, leggings, all the way down to his feet. In between any of the areas I did not mention is a dark color. To me, it looks black. It could very well be intended to be blue, as traditionally yellow and blue are the colors. But this looks to me to be gold and black, with his cloak being very large and flowing in yellow, and black uh, around the edges. So we open in Egypt in the past. And we see that Nabu and Wotan are fighting. Nabu, surrounded in nimbus of blue energy. Wotan, female, though she be, surrounded in nimbus of red energy. They're fighting. This story is being relayed in the present by Wotan to Jay Garrick's mother. And he is explaining to her why he is doing the things that he is doing. Uh, nothing really seems out of the ordinary as far as his explanation. Uh, I got the sense that she was up to something by the leading questions she was asking, and I believe that plays out later on in the story. We return, as it were, to the past, and we see that Nabu has defeated Wotan, and in defeat scars her, giving her this greenish hue to her skin, so that any time that Nabu runs into Wotan again, he, she, will be instantly recognized by Nabu because of the pallor of her skin. And sure enough, whatever it was that he did still holds true to today, even though the sex and perhaps gender of the individual is male, the skin still has that greenish pallor. And that's a very lightly gendered male, I might add. Uh, almost neuter, or uh, what's the other word? Androgynous, almost. That's what struck me about Wotan when I first saw him, I guess, is that he looked very androgynous. So, she is picking information from Wotan, uh, at this point, I became very convinced that she was doing it to lengthen something, to draw things out, because she's attempting to draw questions out of him. 
And uh, eventually she says some things and pisses him off and he stops talking to her altogether. At which point he just tells her, well, you know, regardless of what you say or think or are trying to do, if Jay and your son do not get me the, the helmet of fate, I'm going to kill you and them anyways. So we cut back inside. We see that they have run across the guardian of the tower, which happened at the end of the previous issue. Jay is carrying Khalid. Uh, he stumbles and they fall. And as they stand up, they decide to part ways. Jay reluctantly decides that he is going to go be a hero, try to draw away the beast giving Khalid the opportunity to find the Helmet of Fate and hopefully save everyone. So as they part, Khalid goes the way that he feels that he needs to go, the direction he feels, and then he starts hearing the voice of Nabu in his head, telling him what he needs to do and where he needs to go. Panel of Jay walking around trying to find but not find the guardian of the tower and then ultimately we cut back outside to the conversation between Wotan and Jay's mother. Uh, Wotan is starting to be quiet, not talk as much because he realizes what Miss Garrick is, going, is, is trying to do. Miss Garrick realizes that and so just launches into the well, my son is going to beat you because you're pathetic and he's a hero, uh, blah, 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 blah. Back inside, we see that Gay, Gay, excuse me, Jay has run into the Guardian Beast, and just as he's standing trying to decide what he's going to do, the Beast senses him, perhaps smells him by the way that the Beast reacts. Can't really tell, but I suspect that's it turns and attacks at such a speed that Jay is barely able to get out of the way of the initial attack, but succumbs to the beast grabbing him in his paw. We cut to St. Dremere, uh, the capital city of Derain, which is being led by Steppenwolf, who was one of Apocalypse's generals in the Apocalypse War that occurred previous to the entire 52 and uh, he is talking to his daughter. They're plotting and planning. He is sending her to Gotham to try to find the lost son of the High Father, Scott Free. And we see here in a large full-page panel, Scott Free and Big Barda, which that may be the first appearances of them in the New 52. They look traditionally like who they are. Cutting back to the Tower of Fate, we see Khalid walking through a maze as Nabu is trying to talk him into donning the Helmet of Fate ultimately when he finds it because it is it is his to, to put on. He does find it uh, still iffy about putting it on and relinquishing control of himself to Nabu. Nabu does convince him. Jay, we cut to, we see that he is 
doing his utmost to distract the beast, but ultimately it is a losing battle. Nabu tells Khalid that the only way to save Jay is to don the helmet and accept the mantle of fate. Which he does, just as he does, supposedly, uh, Jay finally succumbs uh, physically, mentally, tired. He's run himself out. Couldn't evade the beast forever. The beast finally catches him a glancing blow, and as the beast moves in, we see Dr. Fate strikes, as it were, uh, several images here that I'm, I don't believe that are attacking the Guardian of the Tower, but are here nonetheless. The, the Guardian succumbs to the awesome power of Dr. Fate. I mean, it doesn't, it's, it's bright light, almost like in the sunshine, like you've pulled back a a shade and the sun has come streaming in but there doesn't seem to be any physical force but yet the beast falls perhaps unconscious again you can't really tell nonetheless the beast is defeated looking up jay garrick sees dr fate uh, in as i stated before all of his finery the ankh that is his symbol as an energy construct behind him nimbus of yellow energy surrounding Dr. Fate. Now it looks like the darker parts of his uniform are the black of space because they seem to be bespeckled with stars and starlight. Uh, alluding to perhaps the order aspect of, of his persona or the chaos aspect of his persona. It's hard to tell. But this is uh, this final full page image is a uh, an homage to the image that is on the cover or vice versa uh, either one it's not an exact replica both of them are very much worthy of owning as uh, pinups very nice pages but both show the full reveal of the new earth 52 doctor fate uh, overall the story, I guess, went where it needed to go. I, I can't say that I'm overly impressed, overly surprised. Um, you know, a lot of those original elements are there. You have Wotan, the eternal battle between Nabu slash Fate and Wotan. Uh, Nabu and Wotan being, let's say, equivalents, well, Dr. Fate is more the avatar of Nabu, which is interesting, seeing as how Wotan hasn't fought via an avatar, but has fought directly, whereas Nabu cannot do that. Interesting, curious change there, not change, but take on, on their battle. So the avatar, the student, as it were, of the one master is going to take on directly the other master. And we see that the title of the next Earth 2 book, issue 12, is Magic War. Now recently there has been a bit of news concerning Earth 2. Apparently James Robinson, in what may have been a tiff, left. Uh, I say may have been a tiff because reports are, Mr. Robinson I don't believe has really confirmed this, but reports are that DC was planning, is planning another Earth 2. 
volume book to run simultaneously and that they had not asked James Robinson to be involved and he pretty much has been the architect of the Earth 2 in the New 52 and uh, took umbrage with that perhaps if that's what happened and decided to leave. Could be other things that had occurred and that was the final straw. Either way uh, very soon, Mr. Robinson is not going to be penning our Earth 2 stories, and it's hard to say how much farther we'll continue with Earth 2 coverage because, you know, there's no guarantee that Dr. Fate will be in the entire series. He wasn't in the series up until, what, issue 8 or 9, something like that, so it may return to that. Either way, next time we're talking about more Fun Comics 67, which is yet another of the chronological books because it is another telling of the origin story of Dr. Fate. As you recall, More Fun Comics 55 was the first appearance and general origin of the character. So now, 12 issues later, they're doing a, a replay of the origin, which we will cover because the show uh, I decided to cover chronologically and not via publication date. So, yet another origin story up again next time. See you folks then. Bye. Lords of Order is a Teal production, and as such is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivative, 3.0 unported license. 